Georgia's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And let's just all take a moment, shall we? Just a moment to say we did it. We made it. Finally, 2020 is nearly over. Ah, 2020, that year that just kept on giving in the worst possible way. The year that in around May we thought, oh, can't get more horrendous than this, can it? And then it proceeded to get so much more horrendous. (laughs) It was only about nine months ago, can you believe it? We'd never even said the words social distancing. (laughs) Most of us had never used Zoom. Tears were what wedding cakes were made of. And I can guarantee pretty much none of us kept a face mask in the car. But here we are. I hope you managed to have a lovely Christmas if you celebrate it. We had a spectacular food and drink laden relaxathon. I don't think I moved really much more from the sofa to the kitchen and back again. It was glorious. We did make it up the mountain early doors on Christmas Day. It was completely deserted and I could have stayed up there for hours were it not for two children desperate to get home and eat yet more chocolate. I woke up quite early on Christmas morning and stood at the front door of my house for a few moments, watching the sunrise over the distant mountains. It is one of my favourite things to look at. The teenager then woke up and screamed, it's Christmas! And then, of course, chaos ensued. It was about half an hour later when I walked out of our bedroom, where we'd all been sitting, chatting and opening presents, to go and make a coffee. I noticed the front door was wide open. And I must have forgotten to shut it when I saw the sunrise earlier on. Now, I should preface this next bit with the fact that pretty much every other lamppost where we live is plastered with signs for lost dogs. There are loads of them. Big dogs, little dogs, pups, older dogs, so many. Similarly, the local Nextdoor app is full of posts with people proclaiming, I've lost my dog. There must be about three or four a week. And as a family, we've always commented, How do so many people lose their dogs? I mean, the odd person, fair enough. It can happen. A dog can run off if you're in a field, you're on a walk, whatever that might be. Maybe escape from a yard. But it seems to be a really common phenomenon around here. And I'm going to be honest, we've got a little bit judgy as a family. It's come a bit of a family joke how many lost dog posters there are everywhere. So I don't need to tell you that as I stared at the wide open front door on Christmas morning... Yeah, the dog was nowhere to be seen. Now, I'm not going to talk to you, but I will say I think it's some kind of Christmas miracle that the exuberant husky, who we haven't even let off the lead since we moved here, even on the remotest of trails, as she gets distracted by a blade of grass at 100 paces, was just casually sniffing around the front garden and happily trotted in just as the nine-year-old went into full-on meltdown. Phew. That could have been a very, very different Christmas day indeed. Never again will I mock the plethora of the lost dog posters. And I hope all those doggos did get found as well, because even for a few short seconds, it was awful. The day after a lovely Christmas dinner, I was able to move by about 11am. And I think we did something really rock and roll, like put the bins out and then go for a walk. Because get this, Boxing Day is not a thing in the USA. And when I say not a thing, I mean it's not a phrase anyone recognises and it's certainly not a bank holiday. If it had fallen on a weekday, 
everyone would have been back at work. Christmas Day is a real one-day wonder for a lot of people, I know. Driving along the 51 freeway to go for our walk on Spur Cross Trail in Cave Creek, it's about half an hour from where we live, and oh, beautiful. We caught sight of one of the electronic signs that are up and down the route. You know the signs I mean, those kind of dot matrix boards that you get on motorways all over the world that warn you of crashes or bad weather or, in this case, fruitcake bear with me. We'd noticed these signs before because in non-emergency situations they displayed general safety and driving messages and they were clearly written by someone who'd got a really good sense of humour. Drive hammered? Get nailed, said one a couple of weeks ago. Drive like the person your dog thinks you are, said another one. They even made up special signs when there were big gigs in town. Hello from the other side, Buckle up and stay alive, read one when Adele was performing. And when Beyonce was in concert, it read, Crazy in love with drivers who use turn signals. <laughs> That's indicators, if you're British like me. But on Boxing Day, not not Boxing Day, sorry, just the day after Christmas, we saw one that read, This holiday season, drink drivers are as popular as fruitcake. What? What? Now, I get that drink driving equals very bad. But fruitcake? I mean, come on, is there anything nicer than a cup of tea and a slice of fruitcake of an afternoon? I just don't understand. A quick Google in the car showed me an article with the headline, The History of Fruitcake. Did people always hate it? (laughs) Uh, No, is the answer you're looking for. So American listeners, please, please enlighten this very confused Brit who actually thinks fruitcake's very nice indeed. What went wrong? What's fruitcake ever done to you? And have you been sent any you don't want? Because I'm very happy to take it off your hands. Thank you in advance. It's madness. Fruitcake confusion aside, we went for a lovely stroll around Spur Cross. I've put some pictures up on Instagram for you, at Sam Walker Radio, on my story. So do have a nosy. And I'll also get some up on Facebook too. Just search for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries and come and say hello. So as we collectively squint into the distance to try and get a glimpse of 2021, I've been thinking about the fact that this year is in fact the first year, I think in more than a decade, I've stayed in one country for the entire 12 months. You know, I did like to travel. It was my thing. If you told me a decade ago I'd be spending an entire year in America without leaving because I lived there, I would have thought you'd been on the sherry. I also can't stop thinking about the fact that had I got on that plane back to Manchester in March, remember I'd actually checked in before I got an overwhelming feeling that I shouldn't get on board. If I'd got on that plane, because of all the virus visa related travel restrictions, I'd still be in Manchester. Would I be with my family? I don't even know. As crazy as this year has been, it could have been so much more complicated and that's what I keep remembering. As we bounce from the strangest Christmas in living memory to the strangest new year, whether you're in bed with a book, sipping champagne in front of the telly, playing games with your family or even climbing a mountain at midnight, happy new year. Here's to the future, eh? Whatever it may hold. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 